Welcome. On this episode of Community Meeting with Adrian, I chop it up with Randy Myers. During this episode, we talk about my first time performing at the Pyramid Scheme, photography, addiction, me recording my first real studio recording of a song, and we also talk about a car accident I got in right before a show. And his clothing brand, My Flag. Enjoy. Same as always. Yeah. You know, just send me links and. <clears throat> Hell yeah, appreciate that. And whatever you're, you know, if you're um, collaborating with other people and stuff, other creatives, like, let me know about it because, like, I don't. I'm up in Manistee, so I only see <laughs> minimal so stuff right, and. That's going on. We're starting to get into the scene here and work with a lot of folks around and All right. shit like that. Yeah, I, and I just put out an album. I don't know if you noticed that, but I just dropped one um, on my birthday, February third. Uh, Did you really? Uh huh. Because I knew that you released a couple singles. Yeah, and then I and I just put out an album. The full album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have to check that out. Oh, I definitely will. Yeah, it's definitely. On, will. It's on all those Spotify, all that shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so have you have you done anything with? Uh, What's that venue? Pyramid Scheme, downtown. Yeah. Is that a? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, um, I I only performed there once, I believe, with the United Everywhere. So like my band that I've been doing stuff with. Uh-huh. Um, we did a show in like 2019. And that was probably one of my favorite shows that I've done. Like I really enjoyed that. The venue, like the stage, the size of the stage was perfect for our group, and then the sound, like quality of the sound, everything was great. And then also on that show, I actually took a clip from that show. It's on my album, actually. Oh, really? So, yeah, from that show. Just because it was so... We're probably about to just get started because this is good shit. But, uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but actually, because um, on that... During that time that we had that show, I had recently found out that a, a friend of mine had passed away from the Flint water crisis stuff. So... Hmm. Um, and, like... And that shit, like, it fucked me up a lot and actually was kind of like a um, catalyst for a lot of the stuff that I wrote in that album. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, like, when I found out about it, I was at work. And um, it was just, like, in between patients. I I think I was probably training somebody. And, you know, I just opened up my phone, you know, got on Facebook like you do sometimes. And then I just saw an article and then it had my friend in there. And I was like, fuck. And, and, you know, I can't front like it was somebody I talked to all the time or anything like that. Someone I cared about. But um, and went to school with. And I think the last time I saw them was at our class reunion. You know what I mean? But it just fucked me up because it was, it was just kind of kind of like a like I feel like my whole life, like being from Flint, you just see signs of like motherfuckers don't give a fuck about y'all. You know what I mean? And it was just another one of those things that just fucking punched you right there like these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about you poor motherfuckers you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like um i read i read that and then instantly my eyes just kind of got like red like and i you know i I was in a exam room by myself like crying and shit and then i like you know got myself together and then i um, went and talked to the manager that was there at the time and i was like I, i was like i gotta go like, I can't I can't be here today 
Because also, like, working at that job, I get a lot of stuff, like, with, you know, a lot of times it's older um, white folks that are the patients, and they'll, mm-hmm. you know, ask me where I'm from, and I say, you know, I'm from Flint, and then they'll say some snide remark or something, you know what I mean, about it. And I'm like, I can't do that today. Like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go off on somebody today. So I was like, I, was like, I, I like, I gotta go. So, um, but yeah. So it was kind of around the time all that was happening, and um, you know, we got they they used to do at the Pyramid Scheme these local showcases um, where they just it's all local artists, and they usually have about I think like four different local artists that perform that for that one show. Gotcha. And so we did that. And uh, my friend, I don't know if you know Patty Pershala. I actually just was talking to her to get her on, on here to do this. Um, but um, she has a band, uh, Patty Pershala and the Mayhaps. But back then they were called um, Talk Radio. Um, but she's the one who got us on that show. She, oh, okay. Yeah. So um, she was like, hey, you guys would be great for this. Got us on there. And, you know, we did our whole set. I was feeling good. I had a bunch of my friends up close. And then, you know, we did our last song. And that's the clip that you would hear, like, on the album. But we were going through that through that track. And then I, um, I don't know, just as I was saying what I say in that song, I was just started getting in my feelings with those words and thinking about that stuff. And then, you know, that was our last track everybody starts screaming like encore encore and i'm like i gotta say something you know what i mean like i just was like i gotta say some shit and you know i said what i said or whatever um but i totally forgot that we were recording that actually Before we went on, I think Devin, the he he usually plays guitar and, and he helps. Um, he's kind of the main person I like started that group with. Okay, yeah, I think um, I've seen 
yeah seen, seen him, him or seen, yeah, yeah your guys work and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah uh, <clears throat> before we had went out for that show he had like set the phone down and like was recording like oh, this, nice. this show of, like from the back like wasn't a great sound quality or anything but i was like oh yeah let's just record it and i was like oh shit like i forgot we had that clip i was like okay that's, that's awesome yeah <laughs> that's cool that we captured that moment but yeah that's uh yeah the um obviously like the the rawness of mm-hmm. um you know that that type of audio is mm-hmm. is pretty, yeah. pretty dope to include yeah. on an album i would yeah, think definitely is <clears throat> It, yeah, so I think, um, but yeah, but that, and, and it just fit very well with the content I was going with there, because a lot of it was motivated from that, from that incident, yeah, but, but yeah, so usually I like to start these off with just kind of getting into how I met the guests, so what do you remember about how we met? You know, um, we met, I think, I think the first time we met up was in Cadillac um, uh-huh. for the, the brand i was um that i created a front mm-hmm. and it, it stood for all for reaching new talent mm-hmm. and i think that we uh we met through a mutual uh friend um i believe at that yeah. point yeah, yeah 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 i think we met through colette yeah um yeah because at that time i was going to ferris this was back yep. in undergrad days so yeah i was going to fair state um i think Colette had modeled for you like yeah, when you're yep. when you were doing um your brand and um yeah yep so she had modeled for you I don't know how the exact connection ended up happening but um you were doing a lot of photography as well at that time and shooting your own you know photography stuff for your brand um and then we connected on that because you're like you know hey I can do some shots for you um and like kind of to promote like my music stuff and yeah you know help me build up my music page and all that type of stuff and um i, I remember the first time we went out to go shoot because i think like that same day was either like an introduction thing at ferris or it was like the beginning of the year or end of the year thing that like it was some kind of celebration so i remember i got really high <laughs> like <laughs> like around first times when i first started smoking like i didn't used to smoke like when i was back in flint and all that stuff i started like when i got to college ah so like was it was it ferris fest i, I feel I like it, it might have been it, i think it was ferris I, fest i think it was uh in the springtime yeah, yeah they normally okay. have that yep yeah yeah so i think it was i think it was ferris fest was going on because i remember part of me being like oh man i kind of want to stay and party with everybody but then i was like this is a great opportunity like i i need to go out there <laughs> um so yeah so i ended up um right now i think we did a shoot at in traverse city maybe i know i had to drive out a little bit um, we were i think that that day we were in cadillac oh cadillac because we oh, we okay. shot i remember shooting around a lot of train tracks yeah, yes yes and it just kind of um meshed well with kind of what you were mm-hmm. you know looking for hell and, yeah uh, yeah, yeah. I just it it's cool, you know the how you um, how relationships start. Yeah, and you know if you if you foster them, you mm-hmm. know, and where they can take you and and you know whatnot. You know, we had a lot of other memories. I know. Um, yeah, you know TC oh, yeah. with yeah, with you know the, the studio, studio and, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like. Um, yeah, you were very instrumental in helping me do my first for real studio recording of a song. Like, um, and I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I think this is how like the actual 
kind of song came to be it was like i i had like a instrumental from another group that you know i could didn't have the rights to use or anything that i had wrote a song to and i was like man i really like this song and would like to record it and release it but you know what i mean um i don't have the rights to this and don't know how to even do that process of like yeah. trying to use that stuff and you had a connection with the studio anatomy people i don't know how you knew them how did, how did you know i them or... you know i was uh, another situation where i just mm -hmm. uh, reached out um and tried to get myself involved and so i i mm -hmm. was doing like um promo stuff for them booking booking like uh michigan um artists mm -hmm. um and i think that's you know that's how we ended up you know getting you in for a show which that was yeah that yeah was that was <laughs> that was awesome yeah. yeah yeah like so with the with the i remember just like with the recording sessions i would because it took a few uh sessions with the studio anatomy to do that song because they basically played everything like you know i came in with that kind of foundation song and then they listened to it and then i was like okay we can do this and make our own version of it and you know kind of make it our own and and those two guys just kind of went in and really helped you know guide me along of, of creating a song you know what i mean um yeah it was dope to uh you know utilize social media i think i feel like i'm not sure if it was me who posted you know looking for like a background background like vocals yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever it was, and then that it wasn't me so it was definitely yeah, yeah. okay yeah so because you um you put the you put the call out there and then um sarah sarah yeah yeah sarah came through um and that was that was so cool that she was the one who ended up coming through because we just connected oh she really. was she was perfect yeah for yeah like her vocals were on point uh -huh. right to the left step with me come on take a breath you can step with me right to the left you can step with me But yeah, so many uh, last last year before the election, I deleted my uh, personal Facebook page just because I just wanted to like I, I just had to remove myself from that shit. And mm -hmm. uh, so like a lot of people, I've I've lost contact with. Yeah, and haven't uh, just yeah. So I don't need don't know what they're up to or what. <laughs> no, not really. And yeah. So it's cool, you know, that you and I have um, you know kept in touch. Yeah, that, that is really awesome. I I know. Um, like, um, so you didn't know Sarah before that at no. all? No. Oh, okay. No, so just, I just, um, I just posted that mm -hmm. and she responded. So, that's, you know, it just kind so of dope. Yeah. came together. Mm -hmm. um, that's the coolest thing is when, you know, you don't have like money, like you put money aside and you just you, like, I feel like that's the, um, that's that 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 part with creatives that like they they're willing to do that like mm -hmm. they're willing to to do shit for free yeah you know they're mm -hmm. they're willing to collaborate they're they're just um so open to um you know just sharing just, that 
yeah whatever just, that product is they really are invested in getting that out and sharing it with people that whatever we got to do to make it happen like yeah let's make it happen you know yeah and and that's that's why i resonate so well with with uh musicians mm -hmm. uh, with music in general um because i just feel like they're they're you know it's just a different realm of people um mm -hmm. just like i said just creative and you know so that's why I, you know i feel like i you know with with my brand and stuff that i um you know it's a good it's a good bridge to to you know work with promote mm -hmm. um do whatever i can to to help out you know i i sell a product just just so i have something out there but like mm -hmm. you know it's just work it's really about the connections that you're making through it yeah yeah mm -hmm. i mean that's why you know my original brand i called it all for reaching new talent because like i was at that time um you know there's a there's a certain sort of like um ignorance or mm -hmm. you know just just being naive to the world like when you're starting out trying to create something mm -hmm. and just wanting to work with people that have you know a similar mindset mm -hmm. um and so you you put yourself out there um mm -hmm. different i would say in a different manner than like someone who's been in you know big business for right for you know 10 years or something like you know where they want to look at okay what am i going to make from this what you know what mm -hmm. what value do i have in this type of thing and it's just like i've just always always had that mentality that like people come before like profit right. and purpose comes before profit mm -hmm. um and at the end of the day like i i uh, it it really like i'd 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 rather you know just um you know focus on the the relationship aspect mm -hmm. um and it's funny because like i'm i'm super introverted mm -hmm. like <laughs> my personality like i i have very few friends mm -hmm. and i'm you know not ashamed to say that um you know i just i just kind of i'm you know just constantly trying to make my own make my own lane mm -hmm. and you know kind of feed off of um you know stories like yours yeah. you know and your music and and just kind of like your passion mm -hmm. um it's just stuff like that you know i remember i remember back in the day like <laughs> early on uh you know talking about how much you reminded me of like kendrick lamar mm -hmm. just with the emotion the, the like just your delivery mm -hmm. um and it's just you know powerful like how he is mm -hmm. and you know so it's just um yeah i mean uh i don't know where we're going with yeah no with I, this, you can but, keep going yeah. yeah yeah that's that's cool like i and i do remember during that time like i was extremely i mean i'm always into kendrick lamar but that's when i was first kind of learning about kendrick lamar and really diving in and listening to all his stuff and I know that was very much coming out and and everything that I was doing that influence, um, and actually I feel like lately, you know, I, you know, as creatives we go through our journeys and try to you know wherever we're at at the moment is coming out, but I feel like lately I've been trying to tap back into that more like personal and and I don't know just kind of like really introspective those really yeah. those emotions and yeah getting into that introspective stuff, so yeah. 
and and that's cool because I, I never know what people like here and what i'm doing like uh-huh. what influences actually come out or whatnot so that's that's cool to know oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it was it was cool to you know when we booked that show at studio anatomy like having like all your friends come up from mm-hmm. i don't know if they came from ferris or it, grand rapids or most of what, them but. came from ferris actually that was a pretty wild day like um so you now, got in a car accident or something i, I remember did. that yeah 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 <laughs> that was a wild day because like so yeah i was living in big rapids going to ferris state and i can't remember if like i was actually still taking classes during this time or if it was like during a break or whatnot but I was also, but I was working in Grand Rapids every once in a while. I would come to Grand Rapids, work for this eye doctor, get like a hundred dollars for I don't know how long I would work, and then um, you know just to make some extra money. But like that day, you know, we had the show in Traverse City. But I was like, I still need the money, so like <laughs> I came here, did my my. Uh, finished up my day and the whole day i'm like excited i'm like ready like i'm ready to get this fucking day over i gotta go like go do this show like let's do it so i finished my day hop in my saturn (laughs) my 99 saturn get ready to book it out of grand rapids and head to, to traverse city and uh it was shortly after i after i left the uh the office like I'm, I'm going down the road, and there's like a lot of construction and shit like that. Um, so I'm, wonder, I can't remember if there's like a lot of like debris and stuff in the road, but um, the car in front of me is like we're all going slow as fuck for a while. I'm like, oh fuck, and then we start taking off and going like at normal pace. I'm like, all right, now we're starting to move, and we're going at you know pretty decent pace, and then the car in front of me just swerves, quick oh, as fuck, geez. like dips out the way. And the car in front of them is completely stopped. Oh, man. So, like, they dipped out. Like, we're going normal speed. Then this car just disappears. And then the car in front of that was just not moving. So, I, like, smash on my brakes. And my shit just, like, skids and bow. Hits the back of that fucking car. And that was, like, a SUV or something. And I had my little 99 Saturn. My car was completely just fucked up. Their car was, like, no didn't even fuck with the bump like the bumper Jeez. didn't even look like it like i think i hit the uh toe or something and just yeah fucked my shit completely up i was like fuck around back around that time and actually <laughs> not too long ago i used to be riding dirty because i was so broke so like i didn't have insurance like i think i was i was still my car was probably registered but I did not have any car insurance. Like, I used to do the thing where I would just, like, go in, pay for insurance, like, the first fee to get the insurance, get just my to shit get registered, that car. and then just to get the not, insurance not car. Shit no more. <laughs> yeah. So, I have no insurance. I'm like, fuck. I was thinking, I was like, fuck, do I need to dip out this motherfucker so, to, like, I don't get into no shit with the police? You know what I mean? Like, because I ain't got the insurance, but the they was all right when they came through. Like, they didn't give me no shit about it. Like, I, I just moved my car to the side of the road and then back during that time um i was rapping with travis uh was like my rapper partner the uh, back when i was at in uh big rapid so um i hit him yeah up. yeah i remember him uh-huh. uh he was at the ferris fest show wasn't he yeah yeah he was at the okay. ferris fest and he did the studio anatomy show too 
Like okay. he was more so backing me up at the studio anatomy okay. show. Like he he did a verse every here and there. But but yeah, Travis came from Big Rapids, picked me up, and then we rode to Traverse City. So we were a little behind. You know, like it, it pushed us back. You yeah, know? I remember you called me and you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it to the show, and I'm like, shit. We're like, what? yeah, yeah. What am what I gonna fuck? do? <laughs> yeah, like this is your show, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I booked this. We got studio time. Like uh-huh. promoted it. Yeah, like, <laughs> goddamn. Like the afternoon of. Uh huh. Like shit. Yeah, it was like a few hours before. <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, like. And the crazy thing was, Travis came pick me up, but his car was shitty too. Like so, like <laughs> he came pick me up, and his car was like either like it couldn't break well or something was wrong with it where like we had to be like super cautious even like trying to drive i'm like yo we better not get into another fucking accident <laughs> trying to get to this damn show but yeah we finally um got to studio anatomy and like it was so good when i walked in finally got there walked in and i saw like uh, so many of my friends from um, optometry school were there um and i wasn't expecting a, a, a lot of people especially not like to all drive you know yeah. out there you know what i mean yeah that's a, that was a big deal man yeah. like the everything about that show like i just remember like the vibe of it vibe of it and mm-hmm. like your your friends and stuff just like they were like just so excited mm-hmm. you know for you and stuff it's yeah. just it, it was a it was like a feel-good moment for me because you know not not you know to to put it in you know this perspective but like i i felt like responsible for Mm -hmm. for putting that stuff together and i was just you know it just trying to you know help elevate yeah just just like you know it just genuinely trying to like Mm -hmm. you know help and you know like create something cool Mm -hmm. and like it and it came through and and the fact like that you you didn't just give up and you know after the you know getting in an accident like Mm -hmm. just cancel it or whatever like you know that that goes to show kind of um you know where your head's at when it comes to you know your passion and and what you know what value you had in that small show in traverse city Mm -hmm. you know that um that that's kind of you know it's it's very similar to all the roadblocks that yeah. that happen when you're when you're trying to make something mm-hmm. make something of yourself for yourself for others like it, i i would say you know that's that's just the constant of you know mm-hmm. of it all is just roadblocks right like, like that's always going to be there and if if you're going to let that stop you then just stop yeah (laughs) yeah exactly exactly that must mean like you're not in it for the right reasons is is kind of how i see it because i I always think about that like no matter what i'm gonna make music like i don't care you know whether anyone likes it right exactly like that's just what i like to do so i'm gonna do it so yeah that was a crazy amazing opportunity and it was cool like a lot of people you um we're working with two showed up like a lot of people who were like kind of either like modeled for your brand or stuff like that yeah. showed up and um i remember getting there and just having like really high like energy and anxiety because accident and then getting there and all that yeah. shit um and then 
finally getting on the stage and like telling everybody like, hey, this shit happened, but like, let's fucking go. You know yeah. what I mean? And then just really getting in and people being attentive and dancing and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I did. I was able to catch because uh, Sarah and her friend opened up for the show. So, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I missed like most of that, but I came in and caught like a few um, of their a few songs from their set, and, and that was really dope too. It was, it was just like a a good mix of stuff. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It was a like the the crowd, like everything about it was just positive, mm-hmm. you know. And and that's what draws me to uh, live music. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm down here, you know, in Grand Rapids from Manistee, like to go to a concert tonight mm-hmm. to support an artist that you know i've seen before and met before and and you know he's just a high energy like just happy optimistic artist mm-hmm. uh, nico moon and you know it's uh it's there's just um there's just something about live music like mm-hmm. during you know the you know obviously the pandemic is still going on mm-hmm. but like during 2020 i had so many concerts i wanted to go to and like that's that's what i do um that's my my form of entertainment that's my form of release Mm -hmm. um and you know that that killed me um yeah like not being with everything yeah everything can't you know being canceled Mm -hmm. and and then it went into 2021 and it's like man like this is really affecting my mental health yeah and and like i you know there there were other factors Mm -hmm. um but it was it was a it was a very difficult time for me like mentally Mm -hmm. um and i like like got into like drinking Mm -hmm. like all the time Mm -hmm. and i worked you know full time and i didn't have that that thing to look forward to Mm -hmm. so i've i like relied on that instant um you know that instant feeling mm-hmm. of you know dopamine or whatever from whatever you're getting from the from liquor mm-hmm. and so like i i felt in like i fell in like a a hole i'd mm-hmm. say and and you know one factor of it was literally i i couldn't go to concerts and and, and um, do kind of that thing that you did to get certain energies out or yeah what what did you have to do to get out of that you know, um, a good question because I, I like last year I ended up, it was, it was a, like a year ago, mm-hmm. um, right now. Um, I, I got hooked up with, uh, a guy, his name, uh, he goes by the men's groomer. He's out in, uh, LA, that area. And I f- was following him on Instagram and he's like a recovering drug addict. Um, and then like a celebrity hairstylist. And so he helps, um, you know, uh, those suffering from homelessness and addiction, um, out in that area. And he posted something, you know, if there's anyone, you know, that, mm-hmm. that needs help. Um, and, you know, I, um, I sent him a message and I just felt like I I was, I was at a point where I was, you know, there was that level of acceptance that I like what I was doing was a problem. Like after work every day, like drinking. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so 
he was pretty brutal to me um like he was pretty direct right and didn't sugarcoat nothing just no no and you know he um you know he talked to um my now wife laura uh on the phone about me and and you know he's just you know he didn't sugarcoat that and i i gave him my parents phone number and he talked with them you know i i've never really been ashamed of um you know the struggles that i've i've went through i i didn't like grow up like drinking and stuff like that i actually you know i had had a pretty like uh responsible like life yeah Um, i had you know i have two teenage daughters so i i started that like that real serious life um young at a young age you know went to college and worked full-time and and uh you know just tried to juggle all of that up in traverse city and so i kind of you know it wasn't like a uh it wasn't like a deep-rooted like um issue that i have had since a teenager or something Mm -hmm. like that um but it it went real south Mm -hmm. like um you know over uh in the in the grand scheme of things a short period of time and it took me a couple months and like of talking to him and then I quit talking to him because like he just wanted me to call him all the time and I didn't understand why I didn't understand what he wanted to talk about and and it's it was really just a part of like the 12 steps program Mm -hmm. and and I I never really got into that, and even to this day, like AA and stuff like that. I yeah. just you know some people like it's like what you need is what you need. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you not need to do all of that. Yeah, it, it works for you know. I'm not you mm-hmm. know minimizing it or anything. It just it, it wasn't a good fit for me. Yeah. Um, I went to a couple meetings, um, but I, uh, I was working in retail management. You know during the pandemic and and that was super stressful too Mm -hmm. and that was a huge factor in it and i ended up uh going into a rehab program outpatient rehab i didn't know if i was gonna like i felt like i needed to go away for like 30 days Mm -hmm. to just get clean Mm -hmm. um and just refocused um but i have a emotional support pet my dog nash that like i couldn't imagine um you know being without her mm-hmm. for that period of time and she's actually down here with me at the hotel like i travel That's you know dope. she's yeah. she's like with me all the time <laughs> um and you know so i i got connected with a um, outpatient uh, rehab program through munson and traverse city so i i dedicated i think i was in that program for about 12 weeks mm-hmm. and it was uh it was pretty uh it was pretty intense Mm -hmm. you know it was like four days a week and like three to four hours a day on um you know video calls like zoom or whatever and then i would you know meet personally with a therapist and then after i got out of that i transitioned into another um, therapist and then a a local uh, counselor um so like all of like last summer um that's pretty much what i was doing mm-hmm. um and just trying to break that habit uh, and that's pretty much what i 
you know, th- therapy, you know, just not mm-hmm. being too proud to get help, I think was, you know, the, really the deciding the factor, factor of yeah. like where I am now versus a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, it's, it's important to me, like through, you know, what I do with my flag, like, uh, I like to show the process. I like to, I like to show the, the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and within that is, you know, my, you know, mental health struggles or my, you know, struggle with, you know, during that time with, um, you know, alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was all, it was hard to come to terms with like sharing, like my, you know, I talked to my kids about it, Mm -hmm. you know, because I, I've never been the type to like drink around them or something. Um, you know, but I, you know, talk to them about it. Right. Um, it's, it's just, uh, you know, I think it's important for people to um, verbalize and and not not be ashamed of, you know, the the things that they they struggle with because you just you truly don't know who you're inspiring um, mm. to you know make a change in their life. Um, I I feel like we're all dealing with something, and mm-hmm. and I think that you know a lot of times people don't have someone you know to lean on um maybe their upbringing like they 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 were raised to be you know too proud to admit that mm-hmm. they um aren't Are aren't that perfect, perfect right. child that yeah. their parents you know told them that they were mm-hmm. um so you know admitting all that stuff to my parents you know my parents you know ra- raised me very well like mm-hmm. they're I mean, no yeah. complaints there. No, no yeah. weird things that happen. No alcoholism in the family. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it. It's it's uh you know it's a. It's one of those things like that. I think when you when you, aren't too proud, and you share these things like. It just it opens up a, a new door, um, mm-hmm. and. And I feel really good about it. Yeah. You know, I I feel I feel good that like I'm not I'm not trying to be someone that I'm not. Right. You know, and I'm not um You're not trying to put on a facade of or anything, you know, where you're at is where you are. And uh Yeah, know, I just you know. I just feel like, you know, um I I would rather be remembered mm-hmm. uh for for that than mm-hmm. anything else like i'd i'd rather be remembered for someone who um you know showed showed mm-hmm. every like showed showed who he was yeah you know and you're a real human experience you know what i mean i i feel like a lot of um i feel like a lot of issues would be solved by people not pretending you know what i mean that things are just one way you know what i mean or i don't know if i'm saying it the right way but like as you were talking about like how you have that conversation with um your children you know what i mean like hey i'm dealing with this thing i'm very much open with my son too like i'm i i don't want to pretend to be perfect because i don't want him to have to pretend to be perfect you know if he's going through something i want him to be comfortable talking to me about it or somebody about it I want him to know that that's a normal part of life is to have ups and downs. You know what I mean? So I 
yeah i'm very open you know about talking about what i'm going through or you know yeah i feel like um i feel like (laughs) this next generation of you know kids Mm -hmm. like they're way more open about things i I think that it's it's super refreshing i think it started with um yours and my generation just Mm -hmm. um you know not not being okay with with what was laid out for us (laughs) yeah with the older generation you know just that like it just doesn't feel right and i think Mm -hmm. you know social media obviously plays a huge part in that but it also plays a huge part in people thinking that they have to be someone that they're not Mm -hmm. um, to get followers or whatever um Mm -hmm. you know it's i i just I like to use, you know, platforms like that just to, just to show, like I said, show the process Mm -hmm. and it's, it is super hard, you know, to, to go through like, you know, if you've had mental health issues and you've went through, you know, depression and, um, and then leaning on, you know, alcohol, um, and then you're trying to create something, you know, like I've done with my flag, like where I put myself out there and, you know, it, you're just like putting yourself on a stage. Yeah. Just to get potentially, you know, anything that's like new, you get that intrigue from people like, hmm, what's he doing? You know, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then they kind of watch. And then, like, there's different levels to, you know, gaining support. Mm-hmm. And but but like, what it comes down to is, if you're strong enough to withstand um, criticism and literally putting yourself out there and to have people throw darts at you, and I, mm-hmm. that's again, you know, it's a to circle back with, you know, music, you know, and, and, you know, your creative journey, you Mm -hmm. know, that's, that's why I, I just, I'll always be connected to music and the artists behind the music because they're, they're getting up on a stage. Like I couldn't imagine doing that, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I do it on the internet or something like Mm -hmm. that. I even have trouble like making videos of myself talking because like I, Mm -hmm. I just, don't like the way the, i sound the, yeah there's a lot of <laughs> vulnerability vulnerability in that yeah and, and like i i had to go through almost like pushing myself into that to get comfortable with that because i don't know if you noticed before but i wasn't as visible on a lot of the social media stuff like on my instagram page i didn't used to do a whole lot of videos of me rapping or doing this or that uh-huh. and i started i think i was probably during towards the in the pandemic or I don't know what it, when it really happened but I just kind of started to notice or learn more about anxiety and, and, and that I have anxiety and how it might affect me doing or not doing certain things and me having kind of that in my brain like okay that's maybe why I don't really want to do this or want to do that and sometimes my way with dealing with stuff is all right push myself into it you know what uh-huh. I mean so um I kind of started to like, all right, it goes back to that perfect thing. I don't have to be perfect. 
because I'm not perfect. So, you know what I mean? I don't have to put that much pressure that I put on myself on myself because I don't think the majority of the people, especially the people whose opinion I care about, aren't putting that much pressure on me. Right. So why am I doing all that? You know what I mean? So I had to kind of try to shed that um, from myself of of worrying so much of about how I appeared or or whatnot, um, and just share with people what I wanted to share with them. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was definitely a journey for me of, of trying to find that comfort. You know what I mean? To be a little more vulnerable in front in front of a camera or yeah, wherever. You know, it's it's. I was thinking about this. Like I've been thinking about it quite a bit lately. Um, it's. It's really interesting when you start out and put yourself out there. Um, your expectation of who is going to support you in it from the beginning mm-hmm. throughout, like who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's such a, <laughs> I, I just, I like, I want people to know that it's not going to be Mm-hmm. your your family mm-hmm. it's not going to be like a lot of times your close friends right like people are going to come out of the woodwork that you least expect to mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of like how we met um you know not really knowing anything about each other mm-hmm. but but knowing that we're both creative in in what we're both doing could you know work well together mm-hmm. and you know i feel like it you know our our early you know memories and whatnot like we're a springboard for so many things that like you and i have done like separately mm-hmm. in our lives like creatively um and you know that's the beauty of it but like it it's it can be um it can be a struggle like for anyone i just want to speak to anyone that's like trying to you know get started with something like that I I fell into that hole. I still I still fall into that hole. Like mm-hmm. I um it goes in waves yeah. where it's like I don't Definitely. I don't give a shit mm-hmm. you know what like anyone thinks about me. Mm-hmm. And then and then the next moment it's like <laughs> man why why isn't you know you know my cousins or like mm-hmm. like whoever it is like it's someone you know a friend of mine or whatever like why like, why don't they feel as passionate about this as I do? Right. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. the the misconception is that other people are going to be as passionate as you are. Mm-hmm. And and you just expect it from those close to you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just not, you're, you know, I don't want to say that no family, like, mm-hmm. s- has supported or friends have supported, you know, what I do. But it's like this person over here that person over there like it's it's not just a right it 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 can be pretty random of who champions you and when they do it yeah you know what i mean um yeah yeah i've definitely experienced that where you're like all right yeah i expect this to happen you know what i mean it doesn't or but then the next day or yeah it happens at a different time or you know what i mean you just you never know yeah yeah, I just, you know, that's that's really the the I would say the reality, the realness of the situation is that when you that's why it's so pers- like so 
important for something to be like personal to you Mm -hmm. like it's it's got to be a passion it's it like you got to take it real personal right and it and you know as we're talking about this like it goes it goes both ways like Mm -hmm. take it personal like like be offended Mm -hmm. when people don't don't Mm -hmm. support you like you know don't obviously don't don't pick (laughs) every fight you know don't don't you know you gotta you gotta stay focused in 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 the whole reason why you're doing this and and you can't obviously get caught up Mm -hmm. but but it just shows i i think it just shows like who you are as a person like Mm -hmm. that what what you're doing is really important to you Mm -hmm. and and it's you know it's like me with just you know i i just enjoy like brand building and just Mm -hmm. like uh creating Mm -hmm. whether you know my uh my flag logo that i've you know i changed my my brand name Mm -hmm. but i actually like my original sketch like um not to go off on you know my flag but like my original sketch like 12 13 years ago of Mm -hmm. this michigan um you know graphic just just Mm -hmm. the state of michigan and then i wanted it to be just black and white and i wanted the stars in the northwest lower Mm -hmm. uh, peninsula you know to represent the people that Mm -hmm. that i um wanted to work with and Mm -hmm. and just collaborate with and just kind of you know i wanted it to be like this you know creative like positive movement Mm -hmm. you know where we all just support each other and whatever endeavors that we're doing Mm-hmm. creatively and you know it's 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 funny because like that original sketch like i i had the word like i have the word on this paper my flag mm-hmm. and at that time you know i was doing a front all for reaching mm-hmm. new talent and so i just got rid of that name and and so like that that name my flag like it's it's that much more personal to me mm-hmm. like it but it's also like pretty simplistic in nature, mm-hmm. um, the design and the name itself, and so it's it's uh, it's just cool how how things um, transpire yeah. and kind of build off of. And I like to I like to tie back things to like childhood, mm-hmm. um, like that brings back a memory that you and I share, like when we. Uh, did that hat drop in Flint? Yeah, um, at, yeah, at Whaley Children's Center. Want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, with that, I could. Did I introduce you to Whaley Center, or did you already know about it? I can't remember. No, how I that think you happened. did. Oh, okay. um, it it was important to me, like to. I think I reached out to you, and I'm like, you know, it'd be cool to mm-hmm. um, find a place, you know, in Flint mm-hmm. to to hand out baseball hats. Mm-hmm. And I think you brought that up. And yeah. Because I know I volunteered there before, I think, uh, one of my good friends, we went there before and just kind of like painted and, you know, okay. just gave them our time, you know what I mean, to help them do some projects. Um, but yeah, but no, that that was really cool because at that time, um, you're pretty much like someone buys a hat, you give a hat. Yeah. 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 It was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, similar to like a Tom's campaign mm-hmm. um, and so we yeah i remember we i came down to big rapids picked you up and mm-hmm. we went to flint and went went to your 
your old neighborhood mm-hmm. and shot some pictures there um oh damn it was yeah i forgot, I forgot remember about you're that. like you're like don't stop at this stop sign you know that corner <laughs> liquor store like just keep going straight <laughs> and then we're in this neighborhood and you're like you're like uh we can't be here very long <laughs> yeah yeah and here i am like i you know i've, I've been in cities and stuff but like uh-huh. i didn't i you know mid-afternoon i didn't I didn't feel scared or anything, but mm-hmm. um, good memories. I know we we went downtown. You showed me where um, I think your dad worked at that restaurant. Oh, I th- oh, the, oh, so we went to, did we go to the crepe company? Yeah, the Was one that there? had the bike. Yeah, so yeah, my dad didn't work there, but he painted the bike. That's Oh, okay. He, he painted okay. the bike that's above the uh, Flint crepe, crepe Company. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we rolled down there. Hell, yeah. Damn. yeah and we shot some pictures down there it, mm-hmm. it was just that, that was a definitely a memorable day mm-hmm. um and i did hat drops uh in detroit uh lansing flint traverse city um calcaska i think i did um yeah it was a really grand rapids i don't know if i said grand rapids um but that was a fun time mm-hmm. um and i still i still do i just like the past like few years it's just kind of been like mainly based in my hometown of manistee like any mm-hmm. i've i've posted like um you know any any child that needs a winter hat like mm-hmm. reach out um i've met people in parking lots burger king parking lot yeah um, whatever yeah However it works you know it's just um again just uh it just it, it's personal to me mm-hmm. um you know just to get back to my childhood like just what what hats like um how they made me feel as a mm-hmm. kid trying to fit in um kids would like if i had a a new i remember a red uh 49ers hat i got um at the i think it was the akron mall when mm-hmm. i was living down in ohio and like kids would like comment on it like how cool it was yeah. and, and so like i just it made me feel good and in hats are you know that's why i focus so much on hats yeah um because because like i said it's personal mm-hmm. and it's a it's a tradition you know hats are something that like they stand the, the test of time mm-hmm. you know people are people have always worn hats yeah and um that's just kind of my my thing and and so, you know, being able to kind of build and create something that has that type of personal um, tie to, like, my childhood. Mm-hmm. And so going down to Flint and, you know, meeting with the kids there mm-hmm. and handing out hats and stuff and talking to them about, like, what they want to do when they grow up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, uh, I, I, that's, it's something I think that, like, people need to do more of. Like, oh, yeah. I think they need to, um, you know, take time out of their schedule and mm-hmm. and and help out and mm-hmm. you know just get out of their comfort zone. Oh yeah. Um, but I it's it's just you know it's a memory that I'm always gonna have with mm-hmm. you, um, and you know I think it's uh, it's cool you know that you're tied to Flint, um, you know and and you know my you know how it tied in with you know um what i was doing and in, mm-hmm. in my childhood too you yeah. know in a whole different state you know i i grew up in ohio so 
and you helped me get on the radio with Flint. You remember that? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had um, yeah, Art. Um, yeah, he was working at Hot ninety seven. Correction, I mean Club ninety three point seven. I was not on Hot ninety seven. I wish, goddamn. Yeah, um, that's fine. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. Um, cause like yeah, um, yeah, you did a you did a in studio interview, didn't you? Yeah, I okay. did a, a interview. Um, and then I did like a little freestyle. Yes. It was a, it was a, like a written, a written freestyle up there. It was acapella. Yeah. But it was cool. I do remember at that time, like I was, <laughs> I was kind of like sick, like had like a scratch on my throat. So in the middle of my rap, I, I started coughing. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, oh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was cool. Like that was a really dope experience. Like first time ever being in high 97 like i used to listen to that growing up like you know what i mean like yeah that's cool yeah. that's cool um yeah i mean another i guess example it's just i just those connections what we can yeah what mm -hmm. people can make together if, mm -hmm. if they can you know put put their what whatever you know mm -hmm. aside and and just like literally just be interested in in helping someone else out or mm -hmm. like you know because we all know different people and mm -hmm. so like if if you have the right mindset like we could be that much more collaborative like yeah. as a as a whole within mm -hmm. society because we all we literally like mm -hmm. someone knows like somebody yeah who yeah and, you know so, so far removed from something that you need or yeah, yeah, I feel like I, I I feel like um if we got more into that, man, it mm -hmm. it would it would be a whole different world out there. Um mm -hmm. just being able to Yeah, I you know, I got to know Art through a radio friend of mine that was in Traverse City. Mm -hmm. Um Art was actually on the radio up in Traverse City for a while. Mm -hmm. And he he drew a like a penis dinosaur in the snow <laughs> and and he got he lost his job over it like oh, now damn. yeah nowadays, nowadays i don't think it would snap a picture of it and put it on their like thing on their yeah social media account <laughs> uh, but but again it's just another situation to where like i i knew someone and then and then um you know uh the traverse city guy cartman uh brian pfeiffer um you know he was friends with art mm-hmm and so that's how art art's like man i like you know i like your hats and so i sent him a hat and he would wear it and stuff and it, we just kind of you know built a friendship and mm -hmm. and so i knew you know that you were from that area and i i just i don't know it's one of those things where it's like if 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 you're not always trying to get something out of the situation right. personally uh-huh um you can truly help other people right but we just like i feel like again as a society like we we're just always trying to look at like what's in it for me yeah i yeah. mean there wasn't shit in it for me <laughs> honestly yeah yeah like, and, and that's totally fine mm -hmm. um but yeah i i that's i'm yeah. glad you brought that up oh, because yeah. i remember i remember watching that like mm -hmm. several times and like damn like yeah <laughs> when's someone gonna notice this guy when it comes to like higher up in like the music business because mm -hmm. he's just like he's got this 
this raw talent mm-hmm. and you know it's just like at that time you you needed like studio time and mm-hmm. you you were trying to like Fi- trying you know, to figure put stuff together yeah yeah, and, yeah i remember that um and I was gonna say oh but like you know how you're talking about kind of always you know talking about collaborating with people and and I'm always like that musically like whenever I go to a show or I was just at an open mic the other night and got to hear a friend perform for the first time and I'm just always in my mind thinking like even though it's way different from what I do how could we work together like what could we create that would be dope but not you know sound forced you know what i mean i'm always trying right. to think of ways to work with people in the community because i just i just feel like that's important you know to make those connections and i i think that that's going to be the honestly i think that's the future mm-hmm. um it it to me it has to be mm-hmm. like because like <laughs> aren't we all just like going to get tired of like, you know, trying to, yeah, trying to be someone we're not. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, just uh, enough with like the smoke screens of Mm -hmm. like trying to be too cool to like work with you. Like I deal with that manistee. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm up there, um, you know, because my daughters are there Mm -hmm. and my daughters and, um, 11th grade, Mm-hmm. and my youngest is in middle school and so i'm up there and it's it's a pretty like undeveloped area i would say mm-hmm. and so that i'm it's a dope spot for mm-hmm. lake michigan right. um but i'll be honest like i'm i'm a bit uninspired right. um because i feel like um I'm an outcast Mm -hmm. and, and yet I'm trying to like create something cool for like locals to be involved in Mm -hmm. and they just don't, they don't recognize the value. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been an ongoing issue with me is struggling to fit in, you know, as a kid, like growing up Mm -hmm. and, and then you know creating something like you're trying to you don't want to really fit in when you're when you're you know building something creatively like Mm -hmm. you you it's not that i'm trying to purposely go against the grain or anything like that it's just i i you know don't don't want to just fall into just the the norms of how i'm supposed to you know do run it, this brand right. or business you want to do things in a way that feels real and genuine for you yeah, absolutely and i just feel like you know s- some people get it mm-hmm. i think a lot of people get it uh, but i think part of those people that get it don't they don't want to um they they just i i think they just think that they're too cool mm-hmm. and it's and it's like- you're not (laughs) you know i just you know it's um you know that's something that i i feel like i you know without being over the top i i want to be kind of you know i just i want to be upfront and honest with people you know and and i just i feel like um there's so much potential of 
collaborations and things like that up in that area. Um, but they're just not, uh, they're, I, I think a lot of small town, um, life mm-hmm. is, uh, very representative of like middle school. Yeah. Like you, it's like now, like the people that are in the, in that town have like lived there their whole life or whatever, mm-hmm. or most of their life. So, and they just have their circle mm-hmm. and that's all they know. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's not a, there's not much of anything for entertainment there, mm-hmm. like music wise. Um, and you know it's they might have like a a concert at the beach like in the summertime or like you know one concert or something like the accidentals they normally come play at the ramsdale Mm -hmm. um which is cool and i you know i try to go to that show i try to support like what i can there what is going on yeah but i feel like it's just you know the weekends are just <laughs> meet at the you know couple bars mm-hmm. and it's just kind of it's the same cycle over and over so yeah nothing. it's just like really dry yeah and and i'm not you know i don't want to use this platform to to dog on the the town that i live in i just you know i guess i just kind of feel a little like you know uninspired with that area and mm-hmm. a lot of times that's where you form or get your inspiration mm-hmm. um you can get it obviously in multitude of ways um but a lot of times it's you know your surroundings yeah what your surroundings are yeah 100% um I think that's you know the cool part about like just kind of what we've kind of you know worked together on and just our relationship is like you know you you came from you know Flint like mm -hmm. inner city like Mm -hmm. and you know like we I didn't come from that lifestyle Mm -hmm. um but like we can we seem to have found ways to work together. <laughs> There's a commonality, and and we're able yeah, to find that. And yeah, if that can happen, that's that's why it's just kind of like, you know, it 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 just kind of sets you back a little bit when when you feel like you're you're trying to fight to um to get people involved. Yeah, it's like um. Like I, I want to create. Yeah, and, and that's I, where I want to work with people. That's where that passion comes in, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're probably just having a hard time finding people who are, who are as passionate as you about getting shit done. You know? I think so. I, I think, yeah, I think it's one of those things where they, um, they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I've, I wouldn't say I've been all over the place, but I've, I've. I've been, you know, my life experiences like going through a, you know, having kids at a young age and, um, and, you know, going through a divorce, like just, just life, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of death, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of my, um, close family members, like, um, you know, uncles like that I, I was close to grandma, grandpa, like all of them like died, like within a, when I was like from like i feel like it was like from like 18 to 24 in my mm-hmm. life like everyone that i like was close was really to close died to. and it it you know i it definitely played a number on me mm-hmm. um 
And I think that it's also been an inspiration to me too, mm -hmm. um, because I, I look back, you know, I, I, I think of my grandma mm -hmm. and, and she, she was a seamstress. I and, wanted to talk about her. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, I draw inspiration from, from her, um, mm -hmm. when I was, when I was young, um, like 14, 15, you know, she, she talked to me about like, you know, you need to find something, um, that, that you can do, that you can learn, that you mm -hmm. can, and she bought me my, my first guitar. Um, I actually took it over to my daughter's house last night. Um, they've kind of been back and forth with, um, instruments that we have, you know, and, and they're, you know, learning to play. And I'm, I never ended up learning how to play. Um, mm -hmm. I, I got a girlfriend you know, <laughs> as a teenager and yeah. that was my main focus. Uh -huh. and, and so that took all my energy. Like mm -hmm. I didn't give a shit about learning how to play guitar. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of like that's i i taught myself how to sew after she died and mm -hmm. so it's like i think about like you know what what i'm doing um and how like proud she would be mm -hmm. or is you know mm -hmm. um and so i think that you know going through obviously those um those issues you know with with death um that that's that's how you can you can kind of, you know, um, put a positive spin on it. You mm -hmm. know? Um, it's the one thing that we're all going to share, you right? Know? Not like to be morbid, but no, I mean it's inevitable. Yeah. So, you know, in the grand scheme of t things, we don't have that much time here. You know what I mean? So it's very important what you do with the time that you have. And I like to make music. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah, it, and, and you it, know that we talked about you know you you don't you don't care necessarily um if if people like it or not mm -hmm. and i think that that's that's uh pretty important mm -hmm. because otherwise you're just going to be a people pleaser you're right. just gonna you know gonna sing songs that they what everyone else is doing yeah you know, just to but there's there's no like there's no true value in that there's mm -hmm. no depth in that and and that's you know kind of why i i do what i do like mm -hmm. there's it's just again very personal and i think as as you kind of get older like you see you see more just importance and and value and depth um and and what others bring to the table for you mm -hmm. like i just i can't connect with people that are um they got a million friends. Mm -hmm. I can't connect with those types of people. I never have been able to. I actually fight with those types of people mm -hmm. um, because I just, I don't. I like those. I like those few people that that truly care about what they can bring to the table for others. Mm -hmm. uh, those are the types of people that yeah, like I resonate with and. And they're not people pleasers, right? Like they're they're just not like. Um, but yeah, hell yeah, that's that's great, man. Shit, I think we were made some good time here and some great conversation. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, we're at like an hour and ten minutes. I usually Damn. I usually rap with people on here. You gonna rap with me or no, man? Like hell no. I like <laughs> I love music so much, and I can't play a single instrument. I will only rap like in the shower. So so I'll, I'll tell you my like my big like song right now that I I just like got wind of on I was just listening to random playlists mm-hmm. on Spotify. And I I knew about this guy. His name is Burner. Mm-hmm. Are you you know familiar with Burner? I'm not sure. The cookies brand. Like he would he was like the uh um kind of the main like person to to brand like the like it, within like the recreational like mm-hmm. um pot industry mm-hmm. like out in i think he's from like san francisco okay but he so like cookies is his like he's got a clothing brand it's in mm-hmm. all uh all the zoomies stores um but there's a a song like and i i don't i don't i don't smoke um but like i he's got a song i think it's from like 2014 and i've just yeah. been like just <laughs> just on fucking repeat it's called 20 joints OG's out of town, I'm Keep the wire for the breakdown, paranoid I'm waiting for the shakedown Baby so fly with the headlight Kiss a few times, tell her get her bread right Wake up, smoke till I pass out Panic with the phone up, if the bitch cash out uh-huh. But it, that's it something just, you need to listen to Hell yeah, we'll, we'll have so, to play it right so here So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot You gotta rap that song I gotta rap that song <laughs> No, I was saying, like, I don't even know it, shit <laughs> But no, that's cool. I have to check that out. That's dope. You do your thing, man, because you're the rapper, not me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They probably are, uh, tired of hearing my rap, so we can <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll let them rest easy on this one. But before we last thing before we get off, what's um, next for my flag? Like, you got anything coming up? Any any plans? Any? You know the the big thing. Uh, I'm going to get into is uh, some apparel stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are always asking about shirts and stuff yeah, like I know that. Yeah, so. used to do shirts. Yeah, 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 I did a little bit, and then it was just like, I, I just didn't, I didn't have the means to, like, um, have, like, the volume I needed. Like, people, right. people wanted to buy it, and, like, I could have, like, back then I could have just, pre-sold everything like Mm -hmm. even like big brands now i see like they just pre-sell everything so then they they literally use the income that they get from the pre-sale to then to then create it it's Uh like um but yeah i would say uh apparel is going to be a a big thing i've got shirts being made right now um and you know definitely i'll I'll keep doing the hats um Mm -hmm. i want to like I want to work with other people like i want mm-hmm. to collaborate you know i i feel like i feel like that's the the future mm-hmm. and so like 2022 goals i i would say you know apparel <laughs> collaborating and uh you know just uh being attentive to my progress i think that's really important uh, mm-hmm. I think that's important for you too, mm-hmm. you know, with what you're doing is, mm-hmm. um, revisit things mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, 
be conscious of your progress because I think we lose sight of that on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- and I want to do that this year. Like last past couple years have been difficult like right. on everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to kind of get back to the basics of, you know, um, being grateful for the progress that you've made, whether mm-hmm. you're, you know, at the follower content, like the, or follower yeah, quantity or not <laughs> yeah um you know so yeah th- those would be kind of the main things um um but yeah just just growing just growing everything i would mm-hmm. say you know hell yeah um not weed i mean manistee <laughs> uh manistee is pretty big in that they got this this section of um the town they call it like the green mile because there's like just so many uh, six or seven don't quote me but six or seven like recreational spots like within a a, just a small like stretch and it's it's nuts um i like it though Mm -hmm. i like the fact that they're coming into um kind of beating down towns Mm -hmm. in in empty buildings and stuff and they're they're you know, making something out of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just, I like the direction of, of, you know, that, that industry. So I'm, I'm paying attention to it. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, connoisseur of it. Like I just recently learned like the difference in like sativa and, you know, just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's fine. <laughs> that's just what the fuck happens. But no, man, I appreciate you. Uh, I want to say thanks for everything you've done for me on my journey. Um, it's been a pleasure knowing you and getting to knowing you, and to continue to know you and watch you grow and continue on your journey, man. Yeah, you know, I, I, I am grateful for the what you bring to the table. Um, you know, just in being able to share those experiences and, and, you know, you know, I, I definitely want to be a part of, you know, your, um, you know, your journey, you know, this isn't something that, um, we're, we're all on a journey until we die. Right. So honestly, like, why not work together on it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I, it's, you know, it's, it's always, I, I love talking about, I don't like living in the past, but mm-hmm. I sure love talking, talking about, about it, it yeah. like in a positive light mm-hmm. um, because it's it's what, you know, it, it's really what kind of establishes like our current situation and potentially our future. Like mm-hmm. we draw off of our experiences mm-hmm. and we all share different experiences. So, you know, it's good to to be able to sit down and talk about it. And oh, I, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate you having me on and, you know, I, I definitely look forward to, uh, you know, watching your, your, uh, platform grow too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it folks. We, it's so round on how to end this shit.